Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the You're Not Wrong podcast. Just Nothing like uh, previously, we've been on an extended break and haven't done anything within the past. What has it been? A couple months. Like I got better seven. at Rocket League. That's got a lot better at Rocket League. Yo, I'm so I nice did not. Rocket League. But Matt's trash at Rocket League. Um, hey, if you're listening, want to play me in Rocket League? Let's get it going. You know, just gotta put that out there. So we're gonna call this the beginning of season two. Season two. And hopefully, we're still going for rookie of the year, though. We probably won't uh, be as consistent as we say we are. That's right. But we'll say we'll give you one around every other week. We're not making any promises. Hopefully, I'm. I'm no hoping, promises. I'm hoping to do it every week. We'll do it when we feel like. But yeah, it's basically going to be, hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah, let's do a podcast, yeah. which might be a month from now. But we kind of missed it, so we want to start doing it again. Because this is around when we started it last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty much we're going to just jump right into everything that's going on right now. Talk NBA Finals. We actually got it up and playing, so yeah, we're going to be watching that while we're recording this. And then we'll get to some Sixers, obviously, and then maybe a little Phillies at the end. So yeah, uh... Finals. This is uh, Game Three tonight. Uh, this is what Wednesday. So Game Three. KD's out. Clay's out. Is Iguodala good? Was he kind of hurt? Was he kind of gimpy? Yeah, but he made that big shot in last shot. game. That's so funny. Everybody was talking about the shot. Man had eight points. I was like, still, still yeah, a clutch shot. shot. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I'm not that impressed with that shot. They were playing this weird defense that was like a half zone, half trap. Well, it's not. It's not that the shot itself was impressive, but just the spot it was in. Read it impressive. Yeah, I know, but like it was wide open. Yeah, I still put the game you away. You better make that. Because what, what was he shooting for the year? I don't know. Couldn't have been that great. Dollar stats. He took. He didn't take a also, lot of open threes the whole entire game before that. I listen to a lot of talking heads, and people just don't know how to pronounce the name. It's how many syllables? Igadala. Igadala. It's not Igawadala. There's no fucking Igawa. Uh, I've never heard anybody say. Iguwa. No, it's all the freaking announcers. And then I was listening to Pat McAfee show, and they were like, Andre Iguwa the dollar. I don't know. It's it's just it gets my nerve. People, it, it's not that hard. I don't think it's, I've ever heard anybody say that. It's a couple syllables. That. Don't add don't add extra syllables. Iguadala. Iguadala. All right. Anyway, we know your pet peeve now. I, it is a pet peeve because like it's not that hard. All right. So uh, predictions. Game through tonight, tied one one in uh, Golden State, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the last series ever in Oakland. You think? Well, they're moving to San Francisco. Oh, that's right. Do you think that'll affect their like turnout? Probably not. I mean, it's, it's the Bay Area. Yeah. Okay. I don't like, really know. it's go. It's Golden State Warriors. I know, so there's a. How far are they actually moving? Just across the river. Okay. To, to San Francisco. Uh, I've never been in California. I don't know how these things work. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we just turned it on, and the Raptors look like they just went on a run. It's fifteen to seven right now, which the Raptors have started hot all three games. So far, yeah, the the Warriors been doing this thing, uh, where they just get down by like fifteen points about midway through the third quarter, and it's not really that they're freaking out like they they keep managing to come back, but it's kind of weird. Like it's, I feel like that didn't used to be a normal thing for them. Yeah, I mean it's it's always been pretty normal of them coming out in the third quarter. Oh, yeah, off. well, usually they're up four, and then by the end of the third quarter they're up twenty, but now it's like they're down fifteen, and by the end of the third quarter they're up five. Yeah. Last game was pretty impressive by the Warriors, their mm-hmm. comeback. I like I, I thought it was going to happen the whole entire time. There there wasn't a doubt in my mind that the Warriors were going to win that game. Yeah, I only um, saw a little bit, but the Raptors were looking good. Yeah, they, the Raptors looked like they were in control of it, but as soon as the Warriors just first started to click, they first started to click like right before their halftime. Mm-hmm. And when they came back yeah. out, uh, um, here here we go. This is the classic Warriors run. Yeah, what was just, it? Was it? 18-0 to start the third quarter. 18-0 to start the third. They didn't make a bucket in the Boy, first five that, minutes. Yeah, that's the O part. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know how hard it is for a professional team to not get one bucket in five yeah. minutes? I mean, That's either still the defense or terrible offense. I think it was a mix of the two. Yeah. Like, down down the stretch of uh, game two, Toronto was just chucking up stuff. I remember there was one where they, they, they literally just dribbled it up, chucked up a three, Got the offensive board, passed it out, and chucked up the three again. Yeah. And it, it's free. Like, obviously, you don't want to eat up time because they were down, I think, eight at the time. But get a good shot at that point because if you're on a – I'm not sure. I, I forget if they were on a fast break, like they had numbers, or it was just they were moving fast. 
but I I definitely feel like they could have gotten two, but instead they got zero and took two pretty bad shots. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like whenever I watch Toronto end the game, uh, it turns into this thing where nobody is willing to take an important shot. You know, they keep passing around. I guess op- waiting for a wide open shot. But like the reality is, wide open wide open shots. Unless you're Andre Iguodala in the last thirty seconds, wide open shots don't come that easily in the last five minutes. Uh, and it seems to me like besides Kawhi Leonard, obviously. Uh, there isn't anybody kind of willing to take a tough shot. Um, I'm not. I'm not advocating taking bad shots, but it seems like people are kind of. Uh, I don't know if it's just passive or just they they want Kawhi to take the shot or they think Kawhi wants to take the shot or whatever it is. But it it seems to me like uh, the whole game they might have a smooth offense with just kind of shooting within the rhythm of the offense, and then it gets to the last five minutes, defense toughens up, and all of a sudden it's just Kawhi Leonard isos every time uh, because people are passing up shots. Yeah. Obviously, I th- I think the Raptors are much better when uh, Kyle Lowry and Siakam are on their I, game, yeah, which is why game one was just, so yeah. huge because everybody on the team performed. Kawhi still, I think he only got 24 that game, but Kawhi still got his numbers, so he, he still played well, but Siakam was the main player for game one for the Raptors. He was the one who put on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think the Raptors, are kind of gonna, the Raptors are going to kind of live and die by, not Kawhi, but the rest of the players yeah. in this series uh, with all the fa- firepower on the uh, Warriors, even with two of them being out right now. Well, uh, I think it's it's a result kind of – I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole game one. But I think oftentimes it's a, it's a conscious decision by the other team on who they want to play defense on. I feel like you can either um, do what the Sixers did uh, and – just make Kawhi beat you and stay home on shooters and rotate really well and just leave Kawhi to go one-on-one against the best defender you can put on him. Or you can do what the Bucks did and overhelp on him and, and force him to move the ball and assume that maybe he's not going to make the best pass. He's not the best passer. And then that's when these role players and these, these secondary guys, like uh, whoever they have, like not Lowry, Lowry's a secondary guy, but uh, who are the Siakam, Gasol, no, like the, the guards. Uh, Van Vliet. Van, Van Vliet, Vliet went yeah. off last series yeah. against the Bucks. Well, he didn't do anything against he, us. He had a child. He just didn't miss after that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, that was, maybe that was the problem. But no, I mean, those kind of guys against the Sixers, Van Vliet, Van Vliet, Vliet was totally He was unplayable against, against us. The against the Sixers. He didn't do anything. And I don't think it's all of a sudden he just remembered how to shoot. I think it's it was a decision by the Sixers to make Kawhi beat us, and he ended up doing it, but we made it pretty tough on him by the end. Like He was gassed by the end of our series. And so I think... Uh, the way to success for the the Warriors is going to be the same as us. I think they want to guard the Raptors the same way that we did instead of the way that the Bucks tried to, uh, which is uh, playing less overhelping on Kawhi and more just trying to make the other players hit really tough shots. You don't want to give like decent players wide open looks because um, they can get going. Yeah, which the the games I've watched, all of them I've watched at least a little bit of. It doesn't seem like they're doing. Either the whole entire time, it looks like they're switching up their game plan a lot. That Kawhi really hasn't been demanding the ball like he did against the Sixers, where yeah. every single possession felt like it was live or die by Kawhi, and that was it. I think that was the game plan for um, the Sixers. But I mean, there are certain times, there are stretches where it seems like Kawhi touches the ball every single possession, but then mm-hmm. the following possessions, ten possessions after that, Kawhi doesn't sniff the ball. So I think the what the Warriors have going on is they have a good mixture of the two they don't leave Kawhi one-on-one all the time but they and they help against him to leave shooters open so it's both of them to try and uh stop their offense and I don't know how the uh Raptors are stopping Golden State I think they're just a really good defensive team I they rotate really well they're legitimately a very good defensive team um I'm not sure what the metrics were during the regular season but they got lots of guys that are good on ball defenders. I mean, obviously starting with Kawhi, but then also Danny Green, uh, Siakam, Gasol's a very good defensive center. Uh, Lowry is kind of the main liability, I think, defensively, but they do a decent job of not getting matched up on bad matchups too often. Um, I thought that was definitely something in the, the Sixers series we didn't do enough of. Like It seemed like a couple times in the middle of the series we started to get Tobias, where he would come down the floor and get switched onto Lowry, and we'd swing it inside to him, and he'd score. And like that was so easy. And then somehow it seemed like we got away from that, even though the switches were still happening. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Raptors is just 
I think very good on defense. Uh, obviously switch very well and uh, have a lot of very good individual defenders, which is important. So do you think that the main acquisition of Marcus Hall helped the uh, Raptors out? Or do you think they'd be the same? I like Valanciunas. That's his name, right? Yeah. Do you think they'd be the same team with him? He's good. Um, I think Marcus Hall probably has a little higher offensive upside, which maybe is what they were going for. They need kind of another person who could get some points for them uh, inside or from three-point or whatever. Uh, I guess the sixth side, I feel like he didn't really do too much offensively. But uh, he was very good on the NBA defensively, uh, which was a key part of that series. Uh, so I, I don't remember. I feel like they gave up somebody. Oh, uh, DeLon Wright is somebody else they gave up in that trade um, to Memphis for him. Do you think he would have added much at all? I don't think he Yeah, would've. I don't know. I I just like DeLon Wright as a player. But, no, I think that, that, uh, that trade obviously is working out pretty well for them. They're making a, a big run. Yeah, I, I honestly think they wouldn't be here if they didn't have Marcus Hall. You, know, you think it was that important? I think it's that important for the team in general. I think Valanciunas, he was he was decent enough for the regular season, but when it comes down to stretch and playing, grinding every single game and needing starters to pick up big minutes, I think Marcus Hall is a, a veteran that they needed to uh, yeah. finish I mean, he, the whole entire that's team. That's definitely true. Valanciunas is good, but he's uh, definitely not that high quality of a starter. Yeah, Marcus Hall can hit from downtown. Sometimes. He's a really good defender. Sometimes. I just think they re- he's level-headed as well. He doesn't freak out. <laughs> I hate, I hate when he argues calls. He does the same stupid face. He's like, oh, how could you possibly call a foul on me? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's like my main pet peeve with the guy. He does the same face no matter what the call is. Yeah, I just think that without him, they wouldn't be where they were. They are now. Mm-hmm. Either... And B would have destroyed Valanciunas. I mean, maybe not because he was sick and injured throughout the series. I think we missed him a lot uh, against the Raptors, but against the uh, Bucks as well. I Paul Gasol or Marcus Gasol was really good defensively with the drives with uh, Giannis mm-hmm. trying to get down low. Yeah. So I I think he was a big acu- acquisition that they needed. Um, on top of obviously the big, they wouldn't be here if they had DeRozan instead of Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi is obviously the yeah, biggest I mean, difference I, between yeah, last year and this year. That's a known. Um, but yeah, here's a question I got. Uh, do you think the Sixers would have been smart enough to implement a game plan against the Bucks that was similar to the Raptors and shut Giannis down to a similar level? I think if we would have won the series, doing what we did, which you were saying earlier, is just get Kawhi one-on-one and make him beat us, we would have done the same exact thing. You think so? Which is what we did the two times. That's not what the Raptors did against Giannis. No, that's not. But I think that's what the Sixers would have done. We would have put either Embiid or Simmons on him every single game and say, beat us, him alone. Do you think he could? Because I personally think think what the Raptors did was the best thing. I I think it would have been six, seven games. Because I think The Sixers were beating the Bucs. We were beating the I think Giannis was pretty tired come that series as well. That's why I wasn't performing as well. Obviously, we would have been also tired coming off a seven-game series. So I think, I think it would have been similar to the Raptors series where they would have taken probably two of the first three, but then we would have settled down. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the last two games we played against the Bucks in the regular season, we had that game plan where it was Giannis and that's it, and he dropped forty and fifty or yeah. forty twice on us. A huge, and yeah. we went one and one in those two. But both times Giannis got his buckets. Right. One time it, he wasn't very efficient. The other time he was efficient. And then one time Embiid also went off and dropped 40 or 50 or something. Yeah. And then the next game Embiid didn't. Or I don't think he played the other, next game. So I think it would have been up in the air whether or not we would have won the series doing that strategy. But that was definitely would have been our strategy going in, I think. That's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, I mean, I think, I think if we got past the Raptors, we would have – been pretty confident going into the Bucks series. I would have definitely bet on the Sixers. I would have bet on them anyways, being a Sixers fan. But do you think uh, the Sixers win in overtime if that shot bounces out? Um, I've been battling with that. I honestly don't think we would have. I also agree. I don't think we were winning in overtime. I think we scored like two points the last five minutes. Yeah, of we game. just didn't seem good down the stretch. It was just a clutch play by Jimmy Butler. Yeah. and who got him the ball? Someone took the ball. It was him. off a steal. Yeah. I think he got the steal. Oh. I think he picked it. I but yeah, remember. I think it was just a few clutch plays that weren't game plan plays. It was just playing basketball. Yeah. So five minute overtime. It would have been close, but being at home, 
and Kawhi being that on down the stretch. I mean, yes, he, he made that shot, so you can say he was clutch. But I think going into that, he was the one who got him ahead and kept him ahead in the last three minutes. Yeah. So I th- I think the Raptors would have pulled it out in the end. Anyways, the the game that killed us in that series was game uh, five. Or four, was it? Game four. It's yeah, one that killed the second us. one at home. We, we did not look good at all that game, but they also didn't look good. So well, we, yeah, we had just won two in a row at that point. I don't y- think we were taking it serious enough. The, no. The, the merits, obvious merits of being up 3-1 in the series. I mean, if we win that game. I mean, there's a lot of ifs. You can say ifs the entire series. If Tobias hits like a single three the entire life. Well, it was that game where it started. Really? Where we kicked it out to him three times in a row. He didn't make a single one. Yeah, that hurt. Oh, is that, the, is that b- the game uh, Kawhi hit his first like game-winning three? Do you remember? He yeah. Hit, like over Simmons and Embiid up at the top of the key? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the other close game. Yeah, that was because, like, that, yeah I remember because Tobias missed it in the corner and mm-hmm. they went right down and, and then Kawhi hit that like over. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that sucked. Yeah, because that, that was a close game that if we would have pulled that out, like that was a terrible game for both teams. Um, But then the next game was when the Raptors blew us out, went up 3-2. Yeah. Then it was a pretty even game the following until the fourth quarter, game six, right. when we pulled ahead and then game seven, obviously, which people were saying might be one of the best game sevens ever. Oh, that was an ever awesome game. Played. Obviously, like down the stretch, it was pretty sloppy on the Sixers' end. I, I, I don't know, but I, I think it was less sloppy and more of a combination of kind of like what I was talking about earlier with the Raptors, where people were really just looking, searching for the great shot because um, it is such an important possession, and we just searched for a great shot so long that we got no shot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I I think that I mean the third quarter was pretty great with what was it two four point game coming out of halftime yeah. and then the Sixers went on the run went up ten and I remember talking about oh my gosh imagine us in the finals because I thought we were just going to run away with it but then we took out some of our starters a bench came in they didn't switch out anybody and then they went on the run the exact same run basically yeah and went up four again. And then it stayed around there the rest of the game. But I remember getting so excited because that that was exactly what happened the game before in the fourth quarter where we were only up two or f- two to four points and then we went on a run and then held it. But only this game we didn't hold it. Yeah. I think uh, being in Toronto had a big uh, reason yeah, for that. Yeah, I think that, if that game is in Philadelphia, uh, I think we win, which just goes to show you regular season does matter a little bit uh, where you want to play your game sevens, but... I don't know. Which I think that's what's helping the uh, Raptors out in the finals right now as well. It's getting a better record in the, the uh, regular season. Well, I mean, uh, they split at home, so it's... Well, no, but it's just gaining the confidence. I don't think they would have won a single game if it started going to state. You think they would have started there too? Kawhi, that's Kawhi's the true. only player on this team that's ever been to the finals before, so being at home and not having to travel for the first game of the finals is huge for a team for the first time in the right. finals. I think the Warriors would have just stomped them if it was going to go on state to start. Um, That's fair. All right. Uh, do you want to move on to Sixers offseason? Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the finals? you want to make a prediction? My prediction is Warriors in six. Okay. The Raptors are currently up nine points in the first quarter of game three. I think, I think the Raptors win this game. I think the Raptors win this game. I think they win game five at home. I'd say Warriors in seven. I think KD comes back game six. Uh, probably sucks. And then game seven, since he sucked game six. Yeah, uh, I think I he, think they'll they split in Golden State now. They'll win one of the two games. The yeah. uh, Raptors will. And then, you think and they then they'll the lose at home and then lose, lose game six. That's fair. Um, I, I, I think their crowd, the Raptors crowd is awesome. And I think that's uh, – they, they definitely – get a boost at home. I think that they, they came out so amped for game one. Yeah. Um, I think the chance to go up 3-2, um, I think they'll they'll probably jump on that. If they, if they can manage to split in Golden State. Yeah, I, I, like I just, chances. especially if KD comes back, I think he's going to be good right away. The only thing I don't, and I've said this before, I would love it if KD comes back and they have a lead. The Warriors have a lead, and then they blow it. I yeah. I just don't think that's gonna happen. No, like, I, well, like I, I said, also if KD would like that to back, happen. He's gonna play really well. 
But yeah, I I I just can't see them losing with him. I also don't want the Warriors to be down and then KD come back and they win because that would prove that the Warriors needed KD to win and that his move wasn't all about oh joining the best team. Yeah. It was about oh they need me, which I don't they don't. They swept Portland without I him. think they do against the Raptors. I think a big thing is without KD out there, Kawhi can kind of roam around and guard whoever he wants well, to. They, they don't need him to dominate like they dominated Cleveland the past two years. But I'm just they, saying the Warriors. If you put KD out there, that's that's somebody that Kawhi has to guard every time down the court, and uh, that takes away from his like ability on offense, his energy, and his ability to help off ball and everything like that. And I think uh, even if KD isn't dominant, the fact that He's going to be another person out there. They're going to get the normal rotation back. Um, their defense is probably going to improve. They don't, they don't have to play Alfonso McKinney in the third quarter. Well, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. Obviously, we'll say Katie's a top three player. If you put if you take a top three player on a team, if you put a top three player on a team, yeah, I know. Or take I don't, it off. You don't have to convince me of that. So, obviously, that's true that the Warriors are better off with KD playing. I'm just saying, in general, I think the Warriors, no matter what, KD or not, are still the better team in the series. And I don't want it to be the Warriors lose the series with KD not playing, and then the story be, oh, the Warriors do need KD. Oh, he made the good move coming yeah. to Golden State. I just don't want that storyline. It's not whether or not it's true or not. I don't care that much. Uh, I think he's I a think snake. I want him to keep the uh, snake persona. But, I don't know. And I'm taking the the Warriors in six, but this is, I think this is the last year that the Warriors are going to be here. I see. I would agree with you, except I'm not sure I really believe that much in any of the other Western Conference teams to be dominant. Uh, I think this Warriors team with Clay and Steph can still win 50 games, and then play well in the playoffs. Well, yeah, it's just whether or not Clay stays. I think I think Clay has a good chance of staying. Cousins. I think Cousins, Cousins is going to get, his, gone. I think yeah, he's gonna get his ring this year and then leave, get paid. I don't think he's really a part of the team. Maybe if he wasn't injured the entire season, he actually had time to like, like kind of Jimmy No, but style. they don't have money for him. That's also true. I guess they would if they get rid of KD, yeah, which yeah. KD is not coming back. No, I think I think Cousins isn't even going to want to stay. I, I wonder if him and KD, I don't know how they get along. I wonder if they would go to the same team. If somebody had like two max slots. Yeah. I don't know if Cousins will get a max. He hasn't played enough. No, I don't think he will either. Well, I think that's why he came to Golden State in the first place because right, he was well, coming he was off an injury. Right, he's trying to play his way into a max. Yeah, but I don't think I don't so. Think he's, he's not going to get a max somewhere, yeah. but I, he'll definitely be able to get paid somewhere else. Especially if they don't bring back KD, I think that's a big reason. Cousins just wanted to coast ride to a ring, and he's actually going to have to play for it again if yeah. KD goes somewhere else. I see KD. Everybody says New York. That's probably the I spot he's going to land. Maybe the Clippers. I feel like yeah. the Clippers just don't have the right vibe for him. What's well, I think Kawhi's going to the Clippers. Yeah. Win or fine. lose this series, I think Kawhi's going. That'd be fun. I, I, I I'm not sure. If, Toronto. I don't know. I, I think he's – I think he wants to be – he's just – I mean, you, you saw it last year with the Spurs, how he was dead set. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Like, you can you – can, Yeah, I like, think this that was is a, what I a unique thing. I don't know if that's just who he is. I think that was a very unique thing where he was just – something happened in that organization where he decided he could not play there anymore. Uh, I don't think he's a diva or anything like that. I think he just needed a different environment. Well, and, uh, also, like, who are they going to add? Everybody on that team is going to be one year older. Inclu- I mean, including Kawhi. You're talking about Toronto? Yeah, and he... I wouldn't say... like They played pretty well as a team against the Bucks, but against the Sixers, it was all Kawhi, except for one or two games. Well, they also were one of the best regular season teams. It's not like they came out of nowhere and just had a really good playoffs. I think that team is good. I, I get what you're saying about one year older, um, but if they run it back, they're going to win 56 games again and uh, easily get to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, but the difference between their one year older and the Celtics, Sixers, and Bucks one year older is totally different. Celtics it, suck. Their, yeah. their team's falling apart. Well, they're going to trade a bunch of people for Anthony Davis, Kyrie's, Kyrie's going to Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate the Celtics. No, but I think they'll still be better. Like, as much as we, yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. And then the Sixers are, it's when you're older with experience. The uh, Bucks is when you're older with experience. I, I, just, you said Raptors, win or lose. I just, I can't see them winning the, the finals and him being like, yeah, this team's not going to get it done. I don't know. 
I just think at that point he his job is done in Toronto. That's why he'd leave after that. Yeah. I I could see them losing and him saying run it back, but he he won it. I think he's like, oh well, this is all. Really, you think he comes back more likely if they lose than if they win? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I agree with that at all. I think if they lose, he's got no obligation to stay there. They're clearly not quite there, and <laughs> what does he care? He's going to L.A. Like, yeah, I think if I they think... win, all of a sudden the 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 city's gonna love him even more. Everybody's gonna be praising his name in the streets, and he's gonna be like, "All right, this place is pretty cool." Obviously, they, they're gonna do that too. anyways, though. I mean, you see how good their fans are. They do like how many of them still love DeRozan? He didn't do anything for them. I know, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I, I, I think if they win, he's got a pretty convincing argument to to stay. Um, but yeah, yeah I who don't knows? Know. I, I don't see, think anybody really knows. About I could him. see them winning, and at that point, he did his job in Toronto, so he doesn't feel like he owes the uh, city anything at that point. Like I could see him being. I don't think he feels like he owes them anyway. He's not going to stay if they lose because he thinks that he owes them anything. Well, if he thinks he could have played better in the finals, I think he definitely. But I he think... got he got traded. They traded for him. It's not like he signed there. He doesn't owe them anything. Yeah, I mean, e- either way, I think he's going. I think he's going to be on the Clippers, and that's why I don't think that uh, KD is going to be there. I mean, I think the Knicks but, have the do most... they have two slots. I feel like they have two slots. Yeah, it's the same position though. Yeah. I I don't see them being on the same team. Yeah, I um, agree. maybe not. I think I think I I hope Kawhi ends up somewhere with another legitimate superstar. I want to see Kawhi on the same team as a superstar. Yeah, I don't think... Like, could he work together with, like... Well, that's what people... Some people are saying him and Clay. But that that doesn't feel right. What about, like, him and Kyrie? That also doesn't feel right, but, like, that'd be so interesting. Well, I think the thing with the uh, Clippers right now, I mean, with this year, with they're a decent team, they're a surprising team, and they're... Not a single superstar on that team. Yeah. So I, I think they're trying to add one That's more why person. I feel like so I they need Kawhi, a superstar on that team. Kawhi could go there and be the only superstar. Yeah. And it'd be just like every other time we've seen Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no superstar on the Raptors besides him. I mean, but we like, can't say he was the only person superstar with the Spurs. I, yeah, I was thinking about that. But, like, I don't know if I would call – I don't think there was any time where he was a superstar and there was another person on that team that was a superstar. I'm I talking mean, legitimate super top ten – like the kind of thing no, where no, the year they LeBron and Wade got together. Or, or the year they won it, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan averaged like ten points that year. I don't. But Ka- Kawhi he's was not a superstar, and Kawhi wasn't a superstar that year either. Kawhi wasn't the reason why they got to the finals. I know. I'm not year. saying. I'm, it was I'm agreeing the rest with of the you. team because Kawhi was not a superstar at that point, and neither was Duncan. I think Duncan was. Duncan was still maybe, top ten at that point. Maybe. And no, then yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi was a superstar in the finals. Okay. Because he, I mean, he won finals. That, yeah, MVP that's at not that really point. what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about so. KD and Kawhi are going to team. Uh, no, uh, KD and Kyrie are going to team up, or KD and Demarcus are going to go somewhere, or LeBron's going to get P- Chris Paul, and that kind of level of tandem. Can Kawhi exist in that kind of environment? I mean, I think he that helped him the most. I think. I think he's the superstar most built for a secondary player. Oh yeah, I uh, know. I agree. I, I I'm not even saying it like I don't think he can do it. I I like want to see it. I just don't know who at this point would pair up with him. Like anybody. Well, I mean, people will definitely want to, but like just game wise, like Ky- Kyrie would be uh, that's what, interesting, yeah, but he would demand really the ball it. way too much. We've never really seen it. Like when, like you said, when Duncan and Parker and Ginobili were all like really good players, Kawhi wasn't really at the quality of player yet. To I mean, be yeah, he, he was what twenty two at that point. I, yeah, I know. So we've never seen Kawhi on a team where he's had to defer to another player of his caliber when he was at this current superstar level. Yeah, like when he was on the Spurs the past couple of years, like obviously before all the weird stuff happened, they had Aldridge. And he established himself as a superstar. Aldridge's like top twenty. Aldridge. He's not top ten. He's not that good. He's not top twenty. He's pretty he's good. He's trash. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think he's also in a situation where he doesn't seem as good because his team's not as good. I mean, the Spurs made the playoffs this year. You talking but, about Aldridge? Yeah, like yeah. who's around him? Yeah, he's like, trash. I th- I think he's pretty good. It's just people he's like he's like Paul Millsap. Him. him and Paul Millsap should get together and do something. <laughs> He, Paul Mills is also old right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you think this offseason, Kyrie, Brooklyn? That's all. I'm I heard that. I, that's what I saw today. I could see. I feel like, I feel like the Knicks really are weird. more suited to his personality. Yeah. Well, he wants to be like Brooklyn was his team or the, the Nets were his team. Really? Up. Yeah. Like that's who he. Okay. Maybe not then. I don't know. So that that's why people have ties with him. Like apparently he said he wants to play in Brooklyn. But that's interesting. Like D'Lo there, I think that's kind of hard. I I don't know. I feel like if I'm Brooklyn, 
Obviously, you're going to get your superstars. Yeah, yeah I don't but think. But it's just. I think if he wants to go there, it'd be very interesting with that. I don't think they'd be a very good playoff team. Is he a pure free agent this summer? I think Kyrie? so. Yeah. Um, it'd just be interesting because both of those people need ball in their hand, bringing it up. They make their own. No, shot. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that would work. Maybe so, though. They, I think they could be exactly what they were this year. They'd be like a five, six seed, with be decent in the playoffs, and then not yeah, be able to who do else much. Goes there. Who are they? Who are they drafting? I think they should trade their draft pick for Anthony Davis, get Kyrie. Oh wait, no, that's the Knicks. Yeah, I think I think the Knicks. Does, the Brooklyn, does Brooklyn have their own draft pick this year? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. Sixers weren't in the uh, lottery as soon as they were picked. Yeah, I don't think. Well, Brooklyn made 14. the playoffs. So they wouldn't be in the lottery either. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. I honestly don't know. Everybody says the Knicks, so I really don't want to say the Knicks with everybody. For Kyrie. With this, like, oh, KD's going to the Knicks. Uh, Kyrie's going to the Knicks. Uh, AD's going to the Knicks. I think I think Kyrie and KD are going to the Knicks. They're going to be the new duo. AD's going to stay in. I don't think he's staying. I think he's staying. Cause I think the reason why he wants out is because he has no supporting cast. And no, Z- I think he just. If Zion comes too in, small of a market, he wants to go to somewhere where he's going to get a national media attention. Every, I mean, every season he's been great. It's just been like, oh, and by the way, Anthony Davis is killing it in New Orleans, but none of you guys ever get to watch him play because he's in New, York, New Orleans. Yeah, but you don't think that's going to change the number one overall pick, Zion Williams, who in, at Duke was Maybe. half of ESPN's I mean, yeah, you're right. Production. I, I mean, the New Orleans will be a hub of activity with Zion. So I think, I mean, you think I think he's not going to want to get traded and not have control of where he plays for a year. He'd rather play in a growing market because he's, Zion's going to be there. He still requested a trade. He, he's like... Double down on it. He's go- he has not removed his request for trade even since they won the lottery. Yeah, I think I think he's going to get traded. I don't I don't know where. Uh, I don't know what kind of teams can actually put together a legitimate package for him. Yeah, that's 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 the thing too. Like, I could see obviously I could see the, the Lakers. Lakers doing. Yeah, yeah, that's the only team I could see uh, doing it. But I mean, if I was AD, I would rather play here for one more year with a rookie. No, if I'm AD, I want to play in LA with LeBron. Well, LeBron doesn't have that many years left. Well, yeah, well, Le- L.A., if it's L.A., but that's it. But, like, where else would you play for a year just to waste away another year and then finally go somewhere you want? I'd rather play in a, a team that's decent or supposed to be decent with Zion. Drew Holiday's not terrible. I don't think Zion's going to be that good as a rookie. Like, he'll be good. I don't think he's going to be the kind of person. He's not going to make or break your playoff hopes. No, but know? it would definitely make him better. Because people are going to pay attention to Zion whether he's good or not, just because of the name. Yeah. So It'll I think just bad. having another player on the team at a decent caliber is going to help KD out because right or not KD, AD. Yeah, KD. Because I mean, you saw what happened with uh, Cousins on the team last year. When he was on, he was putting up numbers. Kate, uh, uh, Cousins got hurt. He still put up those numbers. But it was just it was easier for him when Cousins was in because there's two people you have to pay attention to. He was second in MVP voting last year. AD was. Yeah. Really. So I think, I think he'd benefit from having uh, Zion. Obviously, LA is where he wants to be. If there's a trade, if he gets traded to L- uh, LA, that's the best move for AD. But it, I'd say it's either it's that, and then staying in New Orleans for a year, and then deciding where to go. Than getting treated to a team that probably won't be making the playoffs anyway somewhere. Or, I mean, I guess Boston might be able to trade for him. But then that'd be without Kyrie because Kyrie's going somewhere else. And then those young pieces are going to be gone because that's what they traded for AD. To hope he stays, which he won't. He's going to go to LA. So they won't be very good. Um, Yeah, so I, I think AD's... AD's going to stay in New Orleans. Kyrie, KD to New York. Um, Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler in Philly. That's what I like to hear. I could see... We'll start talking about the Sixers now then, since you brought up Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler? Uh, Tobias Harris, I don't think he's going to be in Philly, unless he wants a pay cut. I agree. I I don't know. He'd be an interesting... If I'm Tobias, I don't understand how you can rationalize asking for a max. After the way you played, because he knows he's going. There's already been reports of other teams offering him. Uh, talking about a max. Is he going to go play for a max in Sacramento? Like, maybe. I, mean, I guess. Probably. I don't. I, don't I. I think. 
Tobias is the kind of player that another team, like we're talking about the Knicks getting two people, he's a nice third person to put on the team if you have the money to do yeah. it. The thing about that is if we re-sign Jimmy uh, and don't sign JJ for $20 million and don't sign Tobias, like say we get JJ for like nine and don't re-sign Tobias, I think we have like 25 or something in open cap space. The, I mean, like to add somebody on that level. Yeah, and we obviously would try to. Like, there's other people who would want to play here at that, like, or even just underneath him. Because right now, we also need bench players. Like, if we have someone to replace him, maybe not put up the same numbers, but give Butler, Simmons, and Bede more touches, and then put it insert re-sign a decent start at the four, resign Mike Scott, yeah. get another bench player or two. Boban's probably out as well. Yeah, we're looking at uh, yeah, who get money somewhere. We're looking at Nas Reed and someone else. Like we're looking at like I've heard like three big men in the draft where we're at fourteen. Like we're we're we trying have 24. to twenty four. We have twenty four. Oh, yeah, yeah. 32. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the uh, one that went to the Celtics. Um, but yeah, we're looking at big men probably to be the backup. So I don't think we're gonna keep Boban. I don't think we're keeping uh, Tobias Harris. I think we're going to re-sign JJ because I think he wants to play here. He likes playing with Embiid. He'll p- take a pay cut to try and win something because he's not going to want to be a bench player somewhere else or because he's been established here as well. He likes it here. Um, so our starting lineup next year, Simmons, Redick, Butler, insert of four, Embiid have... Mike Scott on the bench. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. If we don't re-sign Tobias, we have to sign a starter who's going to play four. Yeah, but it costs us half as much to get just a decent one. Well, who? I mean, I'm not I'm guaranteeing just saying that's the other, out there. The, the four players on the other the, – or three of the four stars I already mentioned are all stars. The other one's a spot-up shooter that cashes. So we don't need another all-star caliber starter like Tobias. Like obviously we're used to that because we saw him at the end yeah. of this year. And I don't know if Tobias is an All Star caliber player. I mean, I I think he's proven that he's an All Star caliber player. Like, not not in Philly, but like in general, he did. Yeah. As he was putting up numbers in LA. That's I mean that's why we went out and got him because he was an All Star caliber player. Yeah. Um. So I I think we'll we'll get someone probably like a mid tier starter, and then try and get two decent bench players to go along with Mike Scott and. uh Mike Scott, the rookie, and... Uh, T.J. McConnell? No. Sayer. Uh, and Shake. And Shake's, Jonah. Shake's not playing. Jonah, J- Jonah will play a little bit. Shake's playing. What are you talking about? Shake's not going to play too much. Hey. Watch your mouth. Um, hey, guys. Shake Milton will be on the Sixers playoff roster next year. Yeah. Lock. He'll Lock be, it in. He'll be the 11th player on the... Playoff roster. We'll play eight. Shake Milton. I'm not saying he'll be in the playoff rotation, but he will not be the last person in the playoff rotation. Like he won't be 15th. Shake Milton will be like ninth, tenth. Xander falls in love with these players that are like okay. First off, just good enough to be decent. Shake Milton but not great put up to be numbers. Talking about putting up numbers in the G League. In the G League, nice step below college. He's filthy. Step below college. That is not true. Um, but you keep falling in love with like Furkan was your last one. Yeah, okay. Which obviously he. Turned I just out like to saying his nothing. name. I didn't actually like Furkan that yes, much. Yes, you did. You did. You said the same well, no, like, I, stuff. Well, no, I I like about... Furkan before I even saw him play. It was more of the idea that somebody was coming over from Turkey that was going to be good. It was like, oh, Furkan's going to be here and save us all. But like, I never like watched Furkan play and was like, yeah, that's what I need on my team. Yeah, I shake. I watch play I'm and I'm like, that guy can run a pick and roll. Be a secondary ball handler and hit open jump shots. But if you're if you're saying your hope for him is to be like the tenth man, why don't we try and get someone else instead? No, I'm not hoping for him to be the tenth man. I'm hoping him for him to be a rotation player, the same way I'm hoping Zaire's gonna be a rotation at, player. At the level he's playing right now, what do you mean? Like he if, was a rookie last year. I, I don't know. I just feel like your your big thing with Shake is just you. You like the name at this point. So uh, it's really an awesome like, name. Shake Milton is a great name. So I, I'm not sure if you're in love with his play or just. No, I am. I the, like Shake a lot. The fact that I think uh, you like Shake. I'm hoping. All right. So here's if you guys don't know, here's the way this works. So Shake is on a two-year deal, uh, again next a two-way deal again next year. 
uh, just like he was this year. That's the reason he couldn't play in the playoffs this year is because he was on a two-way. Um, he wasn't playing anyways. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we got Jonathan Simmons. Yeah, so much better than Fultz. Uh, Put up the okay. same numbers for us. Just, in the I'm playoffs. just gonna finish that. So, so Shake is on a two way again next year, um, and the what they their options are is they can either let him play out the two way, uh, or sometime during the season, uh, call him up permanently and call and uh, like sign him for uh, the rest of the year on a deal, or they can restructure his contract uh, for like a multi year, uh, something on the order of like two million, three million a year kind of deal. Um, which is kind of what I hope they do. I hope they kind of buy buy low on him and uh, sign him like a, a three-year, $2 million a year, so three-year, $6 million sort of deal. And uh, I think he can he can be a, a backup guard. I mean, TJ McConnell probably isn't going to be back on this team. This team is not deep when it comes to uh, bench guards. Um, uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. Bench guards, bench centers, bench forwards. Our bench right now with Mike Scott. Yeah. Hopefully. Like, he's not even a guarantee. Yeah. Like, who who on the team? Is Mike just, Scott better come back. Right now, isn't it just Zaire, Ben Simmons, and Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, we have to resign a bunch of people. No, I just wanted, I just wanted to, because, like, it's it's not common knowledge what, what the deal with Shake is. I, I mean, I, I think you're one of the few people who really give a crap about Shake right now. All right, well, you heard it here first. Shake Milton, Future Rock. All right, that's enough about Shake Milton. Uh, so, so I kind of heard you say it, but do you want to officially say it? You're, you're, what you want the Sixers to do this off season is re-sign Jimmy and not re-sign Tobias? Yeah. I mean, in an ideal world, I want to re-sign both, but I want to re-sign Tobias for not the max. Uh, Jimmy's getting the max. I okay. want him to have the max. So max is like 33 or something like that, I th- right? I don't think Tobias has earned it playing in Philly yet. So if we got Tobias for 25. 25. Yeah, I'd get him for Good 25 number. or less, yeah. 25, four years? Yeah. 25, I mean, he's, years. what is he, 26, 27? He's 26. Hey, fun fact, guys. Tobias Harris is like 160 days older than Malcolm Brogdon. Really? That's facts. Interesting fact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really like Tobias Harris. He didn't show up for us, but I think it was just because he's never been on a team where he wasn't the primary person. And he also just missed a bunch of shots. I think if those shots go down, we, we're kind of having a different well, conversation about it. Because him. I think he was so used to getting his own shot rather than g- getting someone else. Like, not someone else's <laughs> the shots shot. shots are too wide open. <laughs> it was just like he, he got – he basically did whatever he wanted in, uh, what was it, Detroit and L.A. Where on this team, he was the third, fourth option. So he was kind of yeah, getting what he came sure. to him rather than – so I think it was just he wasn't totally used to his role yet. Because even Embiid, Embiid, him, and Butler didn't play all together too much to end the year. Even what what did they play? Twelve games. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the five whole starting stars. lineup didn't play that much. So I I just think we weren't totally used to that yet. If we get a four, if we run it back with that starting five, I'd say we're probably top two in the East seeding wise in the regular season. I hope so. We, I think, we just I think need... the Bucks will be good again. The Raptors will be good again. That's so yeah. Just, yeah, it'll be the same fours this year. Hopefully, Oladipo comes. Yeah, back and the Pacers. Rest I mean, the Pacers were third, three seed until yeah, they were good. Get hurt. So I mean, and then like we say, if Kyrie, Nets, Nets Kyrie better. goes to the Nets, he'll yeah. be decent. The uh, Knicks get, or if the Knicks get, I uh, hope the Knicks draft R.J. Barrett and he sucks, and the Knicks continue to suck. That'd be pretty funny. Although I kind of like R.J. Barrett. I don't like R.J. Barrett. I kind of like R.J. Barrett more than uh. Zion. Artie Barrett's game is really weird, though. That's besides the point. We could do a draft special <laughs> some other time. You tell we get distracted easily. Um, but yeah, I think the bench is definitely our biggest hole. So that's why I don't want to give Tobias the max. Because if we give him the max, our bench is nothing. Yeah. That's just the main counter argument to that is just people are saying that this, this is probably the only chance we're going to get at getting a fourth player of that caliber. Like, we're not going to be able to sign a free agent of that caliber next summer or, or trade for anything. We don't have that many assets left. Um, so it's either we lock in three with Jimmy, Simmons, and Bede and then try to just make a more solid depth to the team and try to develop some rookies and, and uh, maybe sign some good veterans. Yeah. Or we sign I mean, Tobias. That'd be decent because other than JJ, because we're probably going to sign JJ for a one-year deal again, hopefully cheap, like you said, like nine mil, something around that. And then Simmons next year, and then realistically we'd have that f- those four for the next four years. Yeah, yeah, at JJ least. too. I mean, he's good. 
Well, I, I mean, JJ. I mean, we're probably going to sign him for another one year, like we did this. I year. hope so. I, I could see him just wanting another fifteen million dollar deal, like maybe because this is probably the last time he's ever going to be able to get a contract that's good. You know what I mean? Like this, he played yeah. pretty well this season, probably for one of the last couple times in his career. I mean, he put up the most points per game in yeah. his career. So yeah, I think he go one of two ways. Either he recognizes that Philly is the best place for him to succeed. He's had the best numbers of his career here, and he just signs a three year. Maybe like nine nine million, ten million average I could value. Be, I could see it if he is a team player, which I I'm. This is going off of nothing, like Jimmy Watt or JJ Wise or anything. But I could see him saying, "If you get Tobias, I'll get a pay cut. But if not, if you don't, if you're not giving money to Tobias, I want my money." Like I could see something like that. I'm not paying up. him fifteen million dollars. Well, yeah, but who seems like thing? What kind of caliber player is going to replace him? For what we need, it's you got, we need you a gotta shot. find a way to fill. We need a spot up shooter. Fifteen million dollars for JJ is too much, especially if it's a multi year deal. You can't be paying no. him fifteen million two years from now. Um, yeah, I, I think he's gonna be a one year deal, and then if we sign Jimmy and Tobias both to max, that's four years each. Uh, we have Embiid for four more years. Simmons, we have one more year than contract, and he said he wants to stay here. Which I'm like 85 percent believe in. Who Simmons? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. Would th- you guys lay off about his freaking jump shot? He knows he needs a jump shot. He doesn't he, need you guys telling him. him. Chill. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's an all star without it. As soon as he he'll gets get it, a it's jump shot. He's working on it. What is he? Okay, 20, 24. He's working on 23, it. 23, 24. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he's fine. Did Kendall Jenner? Yeah. Gonna have a clear off season. No new models. Just him in the basketball and some sharks in no, a pool. He'll get someone else. He's all about that glam life, which is part of the reason why I can see him leaving Philly. I don't nah, think he will, but nah, I, I can see him a boy. one in the club. Like he's not going to go to LA to play with LeBron. He'll go to LA to be. He's not going to LA. He's not. He's not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I could see him possibly going to LA not to play with LeBron, but to like get a year lesson from LeBron and then take over and then have all that glam life on the side. Yeah. Like I, he wouldn't go somewhere like. Orlando, like people are tying him with Miami already. Just I could see him go to Miami. Miami's lit. But the only reason people are saying that is because of one time where he he had that sick game where he didn't play because of the hangover. Yeah. He hung out with Kendall Jenner. Um, but no, I think he's staying in Philly. I think he'll be here as long as Embiid's here and they yeah. get along. And he should be. Like I, I could see both of them once his con his next contract is up. We still haven't won anything. Embiid's going to be. Like, too far ahead. We're we're sticking this off. See, I don't want to. I don't want to think about. I don't want right. to think about <laughs> going four years, never getting out of the second round, and then Embiid's we'll like, oh, I want to be here, and then he leaves. No, well, Embiid will want to be. I think Embiid wants to be here forever. I can well, yeah, he does Simmons now. But what if we going. treat him like shit? All right, all right, we're not going to. We're not. We're not no hypotheticals of that nature will be tolerated at this point in time. All right, closing thoughts. Toronto just goes into the half. Oh wait, no, not the half. No. Four minutes left. They're up twelve in Golden State. Uh, I've been watching. Their defense is looking legit right now. I've been watching. Toronto too much. is swarming. Uh, Golden State only has forty points with only four minutes left in the uh, the second half or first half, uh, second quarter, and the first half. Uh, and then also, I want to say that my official prediction is that the Sixers re-sign Jimmy on a, on a max deal, five years, and Tobias on a slightly less than max, something like twenty six, twenty eight million for four years. Um, and then Redick as well, Mike Scott. And that we draft, uh, hopefully a backup center and a and a a guard, and just try to kind of fill out the bench through the draft. That's my official offseason prediction. Um, I think it's it's probably the best idea to try to lock lock up the superstars right now while we can, and then just kind of figure out the depth, uh, figure out the bench, moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I th- I just think it's like obviously we want Tobias. It's just whether or not he'll take anything less than the max. Because I don't think if we sign Tobias, it's not going to be for the max. Is what I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And then I think we are going to sign one or two veteran pieces for our bench. I don't think it's just going to be the Dwayne draft. Dedman. I can see that. Well, depend- I can see. Yeah, I can see it. But I mean, right now, like you said, Jonah Bolden, hopefully Mike Scott. I don't believe Zaire in Jonah Smith, Bolden. And that's it. I don't believe in him. He's a de- decent regular season bench player, He's but he won't get any meaningful Weird minutes. looking guy. He's got to cut off the little beard things got going on. Like you? Yeah. Man. You know who's a weird looking guy? 
the little beard thing going on that I miss. Sham it. Sham it. I love that, man. He'd be perfect replacement for Jay, especially if we don't sign, re-sign <sighs> Tobias, and we just gave up Shamit, who's a perfect replacement for JJ. I'd be pretty upset. We're I mean, just, it's a, uh, the trade was worth it. We had to try it. Uh, Tobias was brought in here to be a playoff contributor. It was kind of up do and you down. remember? Do you remember when Muscala was on this team? You, do you remember when Wilson Chandler was on this team? Wilson Chandler was. Do you remember decent. when Cub was on this team? Do, all right, moment That's of silence. Too far. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, fun fact. Do you know there's been more players on this Sixers team than any process era team before? That's funny. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's believable. That's At that facts. point, we weren't trying to inherit anybody. We we're just like, all right, let's put together. But even, even the, the times where we were team. signing people for 10 days and then like getting fake people from like Sergio Rodriguez and trying to he fill out a full season. Yeah, I was trying to think of something else. But yeah. No. Nah. More than any of that, there was, was more this players. Was Corey Brewer? We, yeah, we got Corey, Corey Brewer. Brewer this year. <laughs> Three consecutive 10 days, as we like. <laughs> and then we're, nah, we don't need him. Yeah. Jared Bayless was on this team. He was. Start he, the he year. Play. Markel Fultz was on. All right, we're not getting to that. Right. We're not getting to that. Uh, any, any final we thoughts? We should get one of those shirts with uh, Markel and Ben and Embiid and yeah. with everybody from this year. Yeah. To get to the second round. <laughs> to get to the second round. All right. We're not salty. We're looking forward with optimism, as we, we shall ever do. Um, we didn't get to the Phillies today, but yeah, that gives right. us a reason to make another podcast, hopefully a week or two from now. Or sooner. Or sooner. Probably not sooner. Rest in peace. But, yeah, we'll, hopefully we'll talk about the uh, MLB this year, because Xander's actually paying attention a decent amount, Yo, guys, at least fantasy-wise. My fantasy team is 8-1. and one. Um, we'll talk about more of that that more next week. Um, thanks for tuning in for everybody who tuned in. Um, you probably heard the ad at the beginning, but we switched sites. We're not on uh, SoundCloud anymore. We're on Anchor, this podcast network, and they distribute us to uh, Apple Music and Spotify, so you can catch us on any of those spots. Yeah, use Spotify. Spotify is nice. We have the same Twitter handle, so DM us any suggestions if you have any for any topics we should talk about. Whether it be like uh, make a list of greatest NBA players ever or something like that. Something interesting, maybe different than what we've been doing recently, which is just a, like a talk show type thing. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and hopefully we'll see you soon. Trust the process.